From the Financial Times in London, I'm Chris Nuttall and this is FT News. A new battle for the camera drone market has broken out in the past week, with action camera maker GoPro taking on the current leader DJI. Both companies have unveiled new products that are small enough to fold into a backpack. Each is hoping to win over mainstream consumers in a market that's forecast to double to over $3 billion over the next four years. But how many people really want to pay as much as $1,000 for a flying camera? at a time when the optics of smartphones are improving so rapidly. The FT's Tim Bradshaw went along to the latest product launches, and he's on the line with me from San Francisco now to discuss what's on offer. Hi, Tim. Hi, Chris. How's it going? Very well. I'm interested in this camera drone market. Can you separate this out for us in terms of there's a lot of commercial drones now. This is really the consumer market that we're talking about. Yeah, this is the market which was pretty much invented actually by DJI with its phantom range. They tend to be around $1,000 for a camera which you control either from a separate remote or your smartphone and is generally used for sort of flying around taking pictures and whether that's on a hike or a bike ride or, you know, the kind of outdoorsy type of a market that previously GoPro has appealed to with its action cameras. And so last week we saw GoPro coming out with its Karma quadcopter, which, as you say, folds up and fits into a backpack. So this is a different category to the kind of professional applications. We've seen the rise of drones being used for filming construction sites and inspecting power lines and even in search and rescue areas. And there is some overlap in the hardware that people are using for both of those. DJI sells a more expensive range of drones, which is aimed at these more professional applications. There are drone software companies like Airware here in Silicon Valley that are focusing on trying to build those enterprise applications. But the $3 billion figure that you cited there is looking at the amount that consumers are going to spend on taking photographs of holidays, weddings, back gardens and all of those kinds of things. And we're seeing two categories and companies collide here. You have the action camera maker GoPro and the drone maker DJI, and they're both getting bits of each other's business now. And who do you think is going to win out and what kind of features are they competing on? Well, it's interesting. GoPro is obviously the far better known brand, at least in Western Europe and the States, as a sort of consumer electronics company. It's been making its little action cameras for more than a decade now, and it's well established in that segment. So it has a market of extreme sports enthusiasts, as well as people that just don't want to break their phones when they go on holiday, which will be receptive to the idea of adding another dimension, another shot to their holiday photos that they're taking from the air. What's interesting about DJI, though, is it actually started off using GoPro's cameras in its first Phantom drone. So to some extent, the two companies were partners just a few years ago, and then DJI decided that it would bundle its own camera and start using it for building higher quality and adding its own stabilization. And so it's really sort of run away with a market that could have been GoPro's for the taking. GoPro has said that they've been more than a year late in shipping the Karma drone, but they think that they've got something differentiated because at least last week they were the first company to come out with a drone that was small enough to fold into a rucksack and that could be thrown on your back, thrown under the seat of an aeroplane and go anywhere. Whereas up until recently, the kind of traditional camera drones were quite large, quite heavy. You kind of needed to drive around with them rather than just throw them over your shoulder. So the advantage that GoPro had lasted all of a week and they now got this competition from DJI with the Mavic Pro, which is even smaller 
and lighter than the Karma. They both are about the same price, have similar sorts of resolution on the camera, but the Mavic has a lot of these more kind of advanced image recognition features that mean that you can control it with a gesture by activating the camera by waving at it. And it can also follow the user around, so you can put the controller down and run up and down the slopes for a bit as long as it doesn't hit any trees and those kinds of things. So the technology is moving very quickly. Yes, it all sounds very cutting edge. At the same time, there does seem an element of hype to it. There have been some smaller drone makers that I think have offered these kind of things, and they've been struggling to deliver. Yeah, when I spoke to Nick Woodman, GoPro's chief executive, last week about why the Karma doesn't have any of these kind of follow-me, controller-free type applications, he was saying basically the technology doesn't work very well yet and that the sort of object avoidance and subject tracking software isn't delivering on what he said the consumer was going to expect. I mean, I've tested out the Phantom 4 and the new Mavic a little bit as well, and it does work pretty well running around the football field. I haven't tried it in the woods where there's a little bit more going on, but DJI seems to have done a lot to develop this technology a long way ahead of the competition. Some of that competition is, of course, coming from other startups. We've seen quite a few companies come through crowdfunding sites like Kickstarter, trying to raise lots of money to produce drones of their own. And they do seem to have a fairly patchy record. There was a very small pocket drone called the Zeno, which raised a couple of million pounds on Kickstarter a couple of years ago and folded before it ever really shipped. And then last year, we saw this little company called Lily Robotics, which was five people in San Francisco here. And they managed to raise $34 million off the back of a a really impressive looking video where they sort of threw the drone up into the air and it immediately started flying itself and the snowboarder starts skiing down the hill and it follows them down but they haven't managed to actually ship it yet and they seem to be going through some difficulties in doing so they had to make some layoffs over the summer they've delayed shipment from what was supposed to be the beginning of this year to the very end it now looks more likely to be next year for most people who stumped up that $500 to pre-order it and so there's a technological challenge here for any hardware company often with hardware startups you get people promising a lot in order to g up the kickstarter crowd and get them excited and then it turns out that they can't really deliver on what they promised in the video and they have to catch up with their own hype and their own vision so at the moment it's really only dji that's delivering on that as i say i haven't tried the mavic for long enough to really testify whether it does work on the tracking stuff but i did a little gesture to took a selfie of myself which worked pretty well and i ran around the field a bit and it could follow me around without anyone controlling it so that it does work to some extent whether that really works when you're skiing down a mountain and it manages to avoid all of the trees and hills in the process, which is, I think, the kind of thing that GoPro has in mind. I cannot yet testify, I'm afraid. Well, the demand seems to be there amongst techies, but what about the mainstream consumer? The cost must be off-putting. And then I guess there's still issues of privacy and safety concerns about drones that ordinary people may have. Yeah, absolutely. What's interesting is that at the same time as the price points of high-end drones are hovering at around $1,000, there are actually some very cheap drones that you can get for less than 100 bucks that you can throw up and fly for 10 minutes and take some fairly low-resolution footage. But I was over in China earlier this year, and there were people selling these things outside tourist hotspots, the same people basically that were selling selfie sticks. And it is basically an expensive selfie. What those cheaper drones don't come with is any kind of safety feature. And I think both DJI and GoPro are building in software which alerts you using GPS positioning technology to where you are and aren't allowed to fly. And there are also extra sensors which DJI and others are building in which prevent it from crashing into things so that you don't sort of end up taking anyone's eyes out, which is a very real risk with this kind of technology. The other problem, though, that I have, having tested a few of these things, is that the rules that the FAA over here have set out in the States, at least, are quite prohibitive in where you can actually find to fly one of these things. 
any national park, which you would think of being as a very obvious place because there's not very many people and the scenery is beautiful, to fly a drone is actually off limits. And I've seen rangers come over and tell off people trying to launch one of DJI's phantoms in picturesque spots around California. So there are ways of disabling that technology. DJI actually do let you turn off the flight restriction mode if you want to, and then, you know, on your head be it. But we've seen enough near misses and incidents of people crashing drones in the gardens of the White House or, you know, having them hovering a little bit too close to Heathrow Airport for comfort that it does feel as though there is a responsibility for manufacturers to do a little bit more on educating the customer about what is and isn't appropriate for flying these things at the same time as throwing all this technology at them. I guess we'll just have to wait and see whether these latest drones will fly with the mainstream consumer then. Tim Bradshaw in San Francisco, thank you very much. Thank you.